Good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. It's good to be back. Glad to have you with us for the program today. It is 8.04, June 20th, and this is the program where we discuss what's happening in the world, current events, news, and you jump in here and talk about it with me. And you can do that by giving us a call or a text on the Brew Lines, 918-756-3646. Again, that number, 918-756-3646. Good Tuesday morning to you. Hope you're doing well today. Thanks for coming in here. You didn't have to, but here you all are. Come on in here, bye guys. Let's see. What do we got going on there? Okay, I see that. Let's take a look at the um, the weather forecast, shall we? Let's see what it's doing out there. Let's refresh the National Weather Service. It's pretty warm out. 74. We got some overcast skies today and a heat advisory is out there. They're saying it's going to be looking about 93 for the high temp today, but we're already into some heat index warnings about 100 today. Southeast winds at about 10. So be advised clear tonight down to 70 degrees. That's not down very far. Nine. I like it. 67 at night, at least in my house. Can, isn't, that, isn't that what you guys like? Cold. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, sunshine in 92, 69 overnight, 90 on Thursday and Friday, 92, 97 on Saturday. That's going to be hot. 96 on Sunday and Monday, 95 degrees. So it's going to be warm, going to be plum hot all week. And that's okay. There is no rain, hardly. Saturday night, Sunday night, 20% chance. That's it. No real rain in the forecast for this week. So it's going to dry out some. Let's see what the temperatures are around the state. Currently in the panhandle, oh, man, we got 70s all over the place. There is one little spot up there. Eva is at 66. And uh, everywhere else is 70s. Shoot, we got 80s already down in the pan, down south. Bernieville, Walrika, 81 down in Grandfield. Dude, it's warming up, isn't it? Going to be hot today. So, Grandfield, hottest spot in the state. Already 81 degrees, Dad. Gone. And I, uh, I like a, just a good morning text. There's one from Fayroy. Good morning, Fayroy. Appreciate that, Padna. Glad you're on this side of the dirt. Welcome back to the Brewers Briefing. We do podcast this show, as you probably remember, unless you're brand new. We put it on a podcast world out there. Apple, Spotify, Google Stitcher, other podcast places. It's called Brewers Briefing. If you're interested, check it out. And what else? We put it on the website, too. And all the Tradio stuff is on the website. I'm about to update it again from yesterday. So you can check it out. The website is listentothebrew.com. And so, anyway, good morning to you. What is happening in the world of news out there Today, I saw a local story, Okmulgee County Sheriff's Office, searching for a runaway juvenile. And her name is Crystal Page Weeks. She's 13 years old from Shelter. Deputies asking for anyone with information on her whereabouts to call the Okmulgee County Sheriff's Office at 918-756-4311 or any local law enforcement agency. So... Not good deal right there. Not good. What is happening in the world? Let's see. Let's jump into some politics, see what we got here. Laura Ingram tweeted out that on China, our leaders have decided to surrender. That includes the administration, most Senate Republicans, the media, the business community, Europe, and the Pentagon. They have all decided that the future belongs to China. And then it would be better. It would be a mistake for us to resist. And even David texted in this morning. He's up and at him about us giving up on Taiwan. And our Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, went over to China to say, "Hey, what's up? You guys just do whatever you want to do." And specifically on Taiwan, says we don't we don't back Taiwan's independence whatsoever. We think uh, it's a bad deal. Y'all can just do whatever you want. And for whatever reason, China has got the goods on the United States. Could it be that our president is compromised? Possibly. Hmm. Or could it also be that just, what is it that China's got on, on the U.S.? I mean, 
she's probably right. You know, it's just dollars, isn't it? It's all about the dadgum money. It's the money, the media, the Senate Republicans, the administration, the Democrats are all in this deal together. Like Taiwan sucks to be you. We don't, we do not have your back. And China can come and do whatever they want to do. And that's what, that's what they are doing. And so anyway, that's, that is a recent uh, development, I suppose. Uh, somebody else, speaking of politics, tweeted this out. Michael Camastro. One man's view. The sitting president of the United States doesn't feel the need to campaign to keep his job. He's one of the least popular presidents of all time. The polls say he would lose his during the next election, and he doesn't feel the need to campaign. That, America, is the reddest of all red flags. Hello. Hello. Scary, the man who is behind, doesn't feel the need to campaign. Another name rigged, fixed again. In the bag, he wins, America loses. That's it. Isn't that kind of it's the reason I saved that? Because I thought it was interesting. I'm like, you know, is that that is exactly a repeat of how it was back in the day. He was a basement Joe. Remember, he, he didn't come out into the basement. He didn't have to because he didn't have to. They already had it rigged and planned, man. Eh, stay in the basement. Hell, the more you talk, Joe, the worse it is for us. We're trying to help you win this deal by cheating. And when you come out and talk, you just make it worse. So stay in the basement. That was the plan. Hell, he would come out and try to do an event. Nobody would show up. It was embarrassing. And so here we are. X amount of years later. He's unliked. He's unpopular. He can't find his way off the dad gum stage. Shaking hands with the air. He's completely confused. He's he is zero uh, capable of of being the president of these United States of America and leading this country in any form or fashion. And everybody knows it. But that doesn't matter to the Democrats. They want a puppet on a string up here, I guess. And the deep state loves it, so they want to run him again. So I thought this guy's uh, analogy was spot on and very perspicacious in my view. And uh, that's exactly what's happening. They're going to rig another one. They, 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 they know how to do it. And then it happens, and then we all whine about it, and then we all move on, and he's, he just gets up there and continues to ruin the country. And that's what's happening right there. He's ruining the country. It's unbelievable. Sad to see it. And here we are. All right. What else we got? Good morning. Pam, how are you today? Hope you're doing well. Yes, I had a nice Father's Day. Thank you for asking. I hope all you dads had a good Father's Day as well. It's fantastic. I finally got out and played a little golf with my son, which was great. Never do that. I haven't. It's my first 18 holes of golf this year. That tells you that's poor management on my behalf. I'll tell you that right now. It needs to be way more than that. And I, uh, I didn't do too badly. I did on the front nine. I, I was terrible. And I, I had a 10-stroke improvement on the back nine. I got in the groove, boy. And I even beat my son, which is cool, by one stroke because he plays all the time. Anyway. Uh, got a text here from Vicky, a meme coming in says my brother has the coolest sister. <laughs> Just saying good morning, Vicky. Welcome to the program. And thanks for the meme. You can also send in your memes to the text line, all your thoughts. Good mornings. Just whatever you want to text in the text line. It's great to hear from you. I love to hear from you. People it makes me know somebody is out there listening. There is people, there is people, there are people listening and contributing the program. Anyway, where were we? We were talking about the campaign and Sleepy Joe Biden. They're going to rig another one. That's just, ah, it's infuriating to me. Even Elon Musk uh, tweeted this out a couple of days back. He said, if you vote for Biden, you don't care about the future of America. I'm sorry. He's just too old at this point. Plain and simple. That was Elon Musk, the second ruler of the free world. He is, uh, he got 701,000 views on that deal. He's got some power. He owns Twitter. He owns Tesla. He's, he's pretty influential and he's not a Joe Biden fan because he, 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 
he's a realist. He's like, I see, you know, he, he is. I'm not saying he's the greatest egg since sliced bread, but he's a pretty smart guy. He sees the writing of the wall. Like, what? You, you people that vote for, for Biden, you don't care about America. Obviously, he can't run it. He can't lead it. He's, he's too old. Anyway, so that, that, that's what he says. Um, what else? Let's see. We have in politics, uh, Jordan Peterson is out saying that YouTube wants to uh, interfere with the election. He said now YouTube has taken upon itself to actively interfere with a presidential election campaign. And this is uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. tweeted this out a couple of days as well, saying, what do you think? Should social media platforms censor presidential candidates? He says, my conversation with Jordan Peterson was deleted by YouTube. Luckily, you can watch it here on Twitter. See, here we go again. It's big tech doing all they can to control the narrative. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr., is stirring it up on the Democratic side. And I don't know if you're watching this guy or not. I have been. I, 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 <laughs> I'd really like him. I'm not saying I'm going to vote for a Democrat. That'd be, I'd be hard to do. I'm not going to do that. I'm not saying that. But, you know, as, as Democrats go, I, I cannot, I cannot for the life of me, I, I, I would like to find one Democrat out there listening who thinks they would vote for Biden over Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And I'd like to know why. Why would anybody pick Biden over Kennedy? I mean, the only reason was because they could control Biden. They can't, they can't do it necessarily with Kennedy. He's a young man. Uh, I say, you know, he's, he's not old. And he's just, he's, he's sharp. He's funny. He's got a good sense of humor. And he's on the right topics. I mean, he's, he's talking about the border. He's talking about the vaccine. He's talking about the country. He's talking about all the corruption that's going on out there. He, he's just, he's just spot on guy. And uh, I didn't see the conversation with him and Dr. Peterson. I would like to, to watch that. It'd be good to watch. I'm sure it's out there on lots of other places besides YouTube. But anyway, the big tech doing what they do, trying to censor the, and, and rig the election. Okay, so let's see. I'm going to see if I can find a uh, <laughs> a piece of information. Where would it be? It's, yeah, it's in this area here. I'm going down. Here it is. I'm going to play a clip for you, and this is not to make fun of John Fetterman. It's not to make fun of him at all, but it's just to let you in on how bad Things can be. I mean, it's bad enough, right? When when President Biden tries to speak and he, he gets all confused, and then you got Fetterman, the senator, all right, from Pennsylvania, the, he's giving a speech somewhere, and it's it's the strangest deal. So here's Fetterman up here, standing at the podium, the presidential podium, with a purple hoodie on. I don't know if he's got a pair of gym shorts on or not. That's typically the the attire for Fetterman. Of course, there's Trump. Or not Trump. Excuse me, <laughs> Biden. Standing there in his suit. Everybody's in a suit, but Fetterman's got his his hoodie on. And here's what he has to say. He's talking about that bridge that collapsed. Remember the story? The bridge collapsed, the truck caught on fire, and blah, blah, blah. I guess it was in Pennsylvania. Here's John Fetterman. Excuse me, Senator John Fetterman. The president, again, next to a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick as well too this is a president that is committed to infrastructure yeah and then on top of that uh, the the jewel uh kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation uh bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this all across the america getting the did you catch that i mean how it's you know i'm not again i'm not mocking this guy it's sad the guy has brain damage Total, complete, you know, he needs to be re recused. Say, hey, you know, I can't do my job. I can't speak. I can barely read. I've got brain damage. I had a stroke. All these things happen. I was, you know, I'm depressed, but let's just keep throwing him out there. 
and keep him in, because he can vote. <laughs> Check this box, John. Okay. And he, the man has got issues. He can't speak. Can't. And he's got him and Biden together. Oh, my gosh. What a freaking train wreck, man. It's just, it is just odd. Like, you know, people, I just, I just scratch my head. I go, here we are, America 2023. You know, you kind of think we kind of got a lot of advancements in technology and we ought to be doing pretty good. We ought to be progressing in many areas. And then you see these buffoons that we elect to lead us. And it's just like, you got to be kidding me right now. This is what Pennsylvania wanted, this guy? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's hard to understand, I'll tell you right now. Okay, in other news, wait a minute. Now let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back. This is uh, this commercial you're going to want to hear because you're going to want to know about what's coming up this Saturday in Okmulgee. Eight twenty-two is our time. It is Tuesday. We're doing the Brewers briefing once again because we do Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday around here. It's odd days, I know, because I'm an odd dude, and that's just how life's got to go sometimes. So, if you want to get involved in the program, jump on in there nine one eight seven five six thirty six forty six. Anything you want to talk about, it's open mic Friday every day here at the Brewers briefing. So, speaking of politics, here's a story from Becker News. This is this is par for the course. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. Newly unsealed court documents show Georgia knew about vulnerable Dominion software and refused to update it until after the 2024 election. That's right. It's election season. Incumbent Democratic President Joe Biden has not secured re-election, so that means it's one thing. we can It's safe for Americans to discuss voting machine vulnerabilities once again. Newly unsealed court, court documents, official documents, revealed that Georgia election officials have been aware of vulnerabilities in the state's voting software for over two years, but have decided, in all of the collective wisdom, not to update the system until after the 24 election. <laughs> okay. The vulnerabilities pertain to certain Dominion voting machines and their existence has been confirmed by federal cybersecurity officials who have advised election officials nationwide to update their systems. Okay, but let's wait till after the election, can we? Okay, we're all in agreement. Yes, okay, here we go. Lawyers representing Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, remember him, stated in a recent federal court hearing that they would forego installing Dominion's security patches until after the next presidential election. Election officials in Georgia maintain that the vulnerabilities are unlikely to be exploited in real attacks and claim to have been imp implemented several security recommendations without the need for software updates. Uh, so what I'm wondering is why? Why do you need to wait? Okay, here's their answer. Well, upgrading the system will be a massive undertaking and our election officials are evaluating the scope of and time required for the project. <laughs> really? And that's your, that's your, that's your deal right there. It's just it's massive. It's a massive undertaking to plug that machine into the wall, turn it on and go update software. Push the button, and it gets a firmware update. How many of you, raise your hand, have ever updated your computer? All right, you get it. Hey, time for an update. Boom, bada, boom, bada, bing. You push the button. Zoom, it comes down to the thing. And about a minute or two, depending on the, how big the update is, yabahoshki, it's all updated. How many of you got a cell phone, and you get it, you got a new update, and bada, boom, bada, bing, and it's come to high, and it's done. <laughs> but not voting machines. No. No, no, Brewer, come on. You don't know anything what, what you're even talking about. You have, have you ever, no, you don't know. Voting machines, completely different. I mean, this is June, right? Uh, we've known about this for a couple of years, but man, it's a massive undertaking. 
<laughs> Sorry. They think we are dumb as rocks out here. And the sad point is they'll get away with it. They, they do anything they want to do and say anything they want to say. And it just passes on and we just move on and nothing happens and they'll have it the way they want it. And whoever they want to get elected will get elected. You know, it's just incredible to me. Upgrading the system will be a massive undertaking. Our election officials have tried to look at the scope. Ah, <laughs> okay, well, move on then. It's just too much. I mean, maybe after the election, you know, we'll see. Unbelievable. See how? See, it's already here. We, it's already in the bag. It's already in the bag. They already got it figured out. Joe Biden was talking to some folks, and he says, where, where is he? He was talking to some folks. He said, down in Philadelphia and New York, areas I know well, like up here, you'd see a truck pull up, pull the curb, and selling weapons, selling guns, selling AR-15s. He's trying to put this over on some audience. I don't know who it was. <laughs> How, come on now. Look, if anybody is going to be driving around in a truck, pulling up to the curb, selling guns. It's going to be somebody in Oak Bogey County. And nobody's ever seen that. He may raise your hand. You've ever seen anybody pull over selling AR-15s out of a pickup truck? No. What the hell, Joe? Nobody. Oh, my gosh. See? Just get her just rambling around, just talking, just, just mumbling, just lying. Just makes no sense whatsoever. Politics is weird, man. Just how, how it goes. Say what are you, what are I mean, you know, here Biden is being, you know, implicated with all this bribery from Burisma, millions of dollars, recorded evidence. But is that in the news today? No, 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 it's not in the news. I've been searching the news all morning long. Nothing about that. Zero. What's in the news is Trump and Brett Baer had a, had an interview. Fox, Brett Baer interviewed Trump. That's in the news a little bit. Okay. What about Biden taking the bribe money? Nah. Move on, bro. Nobody cares. Move on. Okay. Okay. What else is happening out here? Let's see. We got this. Oh, I'm going to read this story right here. Where is it? Where is it? RFK edges Biden. It would appear Democratic presidential contender Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is better liked than the present president his predecessor, and other GOP presidential contenders. According to a new poll, the sign of the politically powerful Kennedy family has a favorability rating of 49% of respondents in the Economist slash YouGov poll of 1,500 adult Americans, while 30% view Kennedy Jr. unfavorably. Biden, seeking the second term, remains underwater, with 52% viewing him at least somewhat unfavorable and 45% viewing the president very or somewhat favorably. And this is part of what's troubling to me. It's not about the survey that Kennedy's more liked. That's kind of obvious, I would think. The troubling part of this little tidbit I just read to me is who are the 45% of Americans polled that view the president very or somewhat favorably. Now, I don't, you know, I, I look, I can be friends with anybody. I'm a friendly person. I know you think I'm a bigot and I'm <laughs> overly opinionated. And that's just a show, really. It's all for, you know, it's part of the show. I mean, I am opinionated. But I can be friends with anybody. I mean, Democrat, doesn't matter. Republican, liberal Republicans. I mean, anybody. And homosexual, I can be friends with you. You can, you know, I can do that. And where am I going with this little story? I don't even know now. Um, but, oh, here's what I was going to say. I remember now. I do talk to Democrats. I can't find one that likes Joe Biden or thinks that he is great or doing any kind of good and that he should be reelected. I haven't found one. They're too embarrassed to say so. 
if they even really believe it. They might do it on a phone, you know, call. Like, is this anonymous? Do I have to get my name? No. Okay. I love him. I think he's great. But I don't I don't know. I, I you know. Do you guys know anybody that thinks he didn't get? Like, who are these 45%? <laughs> I don't know if I could be friends with him, honestly. Lord, I know that's terrible. That's terrible, right? But, but I mean, seriously, though. That's just weird. I, nobody. What can anybody out there listening in the world name one thing good that's going on under the Biden administration? Because I'd like to know what it is. I, I don't know. I can't see it. Anyway, that's that. What else we got? We got other news out there. Let's jump out of politics for a second. See what we got in the general box. This is a crazy story. Did you hear about this? It's terrible. So we had all these storms come through lately. And, man, I don't have it in front of me, the one sto- the story. I'll just tell you about it. There was a guy, you probably know about it. I, it's in eastern Oklahoma. I can't remember if it was Creek County or Broken Arrow, but that's irrelevant. The point of the story is horrible and sad. The storms the other night, there was a family in a home and a young family, and a guy died from a tree coming into his house and killing him. A tree, I think, fell on his house. I don't know how it didn't injure anybody else or killing them. I don't know. It, it, but it got the guy, and it and it killed him. He's got two young kids and one on the way. And Mulder is the last name. There's a GoFundMe campaign set up for this group, this family for the funeral expenses and stuff. I think Gary Mulder, because uh, I went and looked at the GoFundMe thing. I mean, well, you may know the story. It's a horrible story, and it's um, just wild. And it's kind of uh, this other story. You might have heard about this. This uh, a deal down in Texas. A father and son, the, the father meets the kid at the school bus. They get off the school bus, and they're walking, and they, they get struck by lightning. The guy's got two kids, if I remember correctly. One kid was not holding the father's hand. One kid was. And lightning strikes the man. Of course, that goes into the child that he's holding the hand of. It kills the man. He's 34 years old. And the, uh, the, the boy suffered in the hospital for a while. And then he uh, succumbed to his injuries and he died. The other boy was not injured. And there's a GoFundMe for that family as well. It's the Boggs family. And it's just absolutely wild. Just wild. I mean, you know, it's just, it's weird how people die of these freak accidents. Man, a tree comes through your house and kills you, or a, you get struck by lightning or some crazy, you know, I, you never know. And we say that all the time, right? You never know when your time is for you to go. Now, we don't want to rush it, do things that are stupid, but you never know. I mean, I was cruising down a road yesterday. Now, this is not necessarily life-threatening, but still scurry. I'm driving down a road, heading home from work, and I see a pickup ahead of me, and he's hauling some junk, looks like, and he's got a table on the back of his pickup like an old table you'd sit outside, kind of one of those kind of tables, had a glass top in it. And I didn't think too much about it. I got around the guy because it's a race on the highway out there, and I'm going to win it. You know what I'm saying, right? I'm that guy. So I got around the guy, and I got in front of him, and I got I was getting ready to get off of my exit, and I looked in the rearview mirror, and I saw glass explode all over the, the, uh, the highway, and a car just jerked to the left to try to avoid it. And that dude's glass table blew out. Just the glass part. The table didn't blow out. Just the glass blew off and exploded in the highway. I mean, I just, boom, I was right there. Just a few seconds before that all happened. Could have flown out, hit my truck, could have scared me, and I could have hit it, you know. Could have been a, could have been a disaster. You never know. And I was just thanking the Lord for taking care of the old Brookster. Like, you guys, you watch over me. You never know, man. Lightning, trees, freak accidents. It's it's wild. And so you have to live your life to the fullest every single day. Right? Right. Absolutely. 
crazy stuff. All right, in other news, I want to I want to read this right here. This is, oh man, I hate to get back into that though. Uh, this is. Well, let me see what else we got. Then we'll, it will come back to it. It's good stuff, but it's it's kind of it's a little political as well. Let's see what else we got. Did you hear about this story? Fayroy's calling. Let's see what he has to say. We always like talking to Fayroy, and here he is. Good morning, Fayroy. How are you, buddy? Okay, how about you? Man, I'm so much better than okay, it's not even funny. Well, I'm about to forget the reason why I call you. In the Bible, it says after Jesus was on the cross, and I guess about the time he died, I don't know, but the sun quit shining. You know, went dark. Yep. Remember what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the discussion between somebody that already made not today. That whenever the earth went black, God left the earth and, and uh, he was disgusted with him, killing his son. And that Jesus uh, was in charge of what happened down here on earth. Now, did any of that make sense to you? Nope. <laughs> Nope. No. No. Uh, not really. I mean, I, I do. Yeah, the Bible does say that the, the sky became dark. And I believe there was an earthquake. And the curtain inside the temple was rent from bottom to top, or top to bottom, whichever it was, rent in two. So there was a massive happening on the earth. I, I do not believe the... Uh, Somebody speculating that God left the earth and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. Really, God's God didn't leave anywhere, in my opinion. But so, what's what's the point of all that? Like, what's the what are they trying to say by what? what God well, left because he's well, mad. I mean, uh, well, yeah, we discussed in the way that they done. He's born. He's saying, you know. And I hope I don't say nothing. Well, did he ever come back, or did he just still gone? Well, I don't know. Well, see, I don't. Uh, it just doesn't make any I sense did. to me. Like, well, so did he just go powder while? Was he mad? Did he come back? Did he? I mean, you know, I don't know. You just gotta. I just take that story on that a little bit. Go well. It's, you know. Oh, uh, you never heard that. Uh, you never heard that, Jenny. No, I, I haven't. I, I haven't. I've, I've heard different theories about God. Um, not when when Jesus said, "You know, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" You know, it's got like God supposedly can't look on sin, and His Son became sin, and so He could He turned His face, and it was as if God had abandoned Him, or you know, all this kind of stuff, which I don't really agree with either, but. You know, well, I, I guess I, I guess the the reason why I'm saying that is because all of the stuff that's going on here on Earth, the old booger man's in charge of, you know, and and, and I don't understand. Well. I, I, listen, I don't agree with that either. Here, here's what I think, and it's for whatever it's worth, and it's not worth that much. I, I get it, but I think. The God is sovereign over all. The universe and everything that's in it is is under the rule of God Almighty. And that includes the booger man. Okay? So God did leave us uh, as you know, as free agents. We are free agents. We have the ability to do whatever we want to do on this planet. He wants free will, and he he gives us that. And so we've we've turned it all to crap. Here on the planet, because of our free will and our and our wickedness, we don't want God to tell us what to do, and so we do bad things, and we allow the enemy to rule and reign and have his way with us and the planet and all this kind of stuff. So there's a lot of bad stuff happening, but that's not new. That's been happening since day one, since the beginning. God has given free will, and mankind has said no, thank you to God's rules in the garden. Adam and Eve said no, thank you. We'll do it our way, and sin, you know, has been with us from the beginning. And God's not surprised by any of that. And there's been murder and there's been, you know, all the craziness and all the bad stuff throughout the history of humankind. 
Nothing is surprising to God. He's well aware of it all. He's not mad and left the planet. You know, none of that, none of that makes sense to me. He's ruling it all. Satan has no power over God. It's not a battle. It's not like they're in an arm wrestling match and it's a close one. God is in control, man. Whatever's happening is filtered through his hands and he, you know, he, he's just sovereign. That's what I think. Does that make any sense? Well, yes, yes, but China is taking over everything. They've got, they've got us in the palm of their hand. And Hillary Clinton is the one that give all that stuff back to China. <laughs> and it just seems to me like uh, we're we're uh, on a downhill road to hell. You know, the, the restrictions to be some stuff take place and. and uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to prepare for it. Well, you know, I I know, and I see that. And when you think about biblical stories and biblical times, and, you know, there's so many times, if you look at all the history of, take Israel, for example, and Israel would be, um, they'd have a great leader and things were going well and they would prosper and then he would die or then the bad leader would come along and then things would not go so well and God would punish the country and allow the invaders to come in and go, well, you guys are rejecting me. I'm going to allow you some bad times. And then the bad times would come and then they'd repent and get on their knees and God would give them a new good leader and bada boom, bada bang. And it's just repeated over and over and over. And so I think, you know, what we ought to be doing as a, as a society, as an individual, as a family, as a country, etc., is repenting of our wickedness that we, we have committed against the almighty loving father. And hope and pray for his mercy on our country. I think that's our only hope. You know, it's not going to be some one political guy that's going to get up there and save the day. I'm not saying a political guy can't do some good. But our hope is not in some political figure. Can I get an amen in the back? Come on, that's good preaching right there. It's in Jesus. Uh, come on. <laughs> what do you, uh, I'm going to start calling you Ernest Angley Jr. Do it. But that's, I mean, that's surreal. I mean, that's, you're right. That's, that's the way it is. Well, I don't know. I well, don't know. sure it is. Like there's something, something we ought to be able to do to, to stop this stuff. And, and uh, it ain't happening. <laughs> well, maybe you start it all, Faye A lot, God can use anybody. He can use, he used, you know, Gideon to change a situation, <laughs> a little yeah. tiny army and. Maybe he'll use us. Maybe he'll use this little old bitty radio station in little old podunk rural Oklahoma to start something. And it'll catch a fire. It'll go viral. And it'll change the world. I don't know. God's God. He can do whatever he wants to do, man. And he's he's capable. That'd be awesome, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Thank you. Well, listen, I've, I've studied it out and well, it's good to talk to you. I'm glad you're out there talking about the Bible with your with your with your uh, cohorts, your buddies. I think that's good. Hey, 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 ain't that something? Will you sit around in the fireplace and cuss and spit? <laughs> and now yeah, you talk about the Bible. Well, that's good. You probably yeah, started all that, didn't you? Yeah. Well, no, no. My buddies are are. Uh, Confounded by what's going on, and I don't know. It's a mess. But well, uh, at least we're talking, you know. Yeah, no, I think it's good. I think it's good, and and you know, I, I don't know what God's going to do, where, where it's going. I mean, it's it's uh, it's appalling what we see in our country with the drag shows and the kids and the the way the country is just giving the finger to God. You know, I. I I tell you what, I, I, yeah, it's, it's not good, but I, you know, I don't know what to do. All I know what to do is like I said before, individually repent, try to live holy, try to walk it out the best we can, which, you know, I fail at that course, but doesn't mean I don't continue to try. And we all got to do what we got to do individually. And in our little world, I mean, God's put us here in our little group and you know, whoever we deal with and, and we got to, you know, love people and, do our very best, live every day to the fullest because you never know when the last one's coming and all that. That's how I live, man. 
Well, listen, I, I'm going to let you go. Uh, I think you, you're a good thing, and, and what you're doing is good, so hang in there. Well, thank you. I'm I'm a hanging like a loose tooth, but I'm glad you called. It's a good visit with you. Well, you take care of yourself. I'm, Keep going. I'm going to try, you. my friend. You too. All right. Take All care right. Talk yourself, to you man. later. Bye-bye. 845. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. Stay with us. Eight forty-seven is our time. We're doing the Brewers briefing. That's what we call it, and uh, we're talking to Faye Roy there. And we'd love to talk to you too if you want to get in here. You can nine one eight seven five six thirty six forty six. The phone lines are open, wide open. By gosh, here's a meme coming in from Vicky. Says don't uh, don't ever let somebody who didn't die for you affect how you worship someone who did. She's also sending another meme. We need preachers who preach that hell is still hot, heaven is still real, that sin is still wrong, that the Bible is still God's word, and that Jesus is the only way of salvation. That's the problem, man. We got people getting away from the Bible in those churches. They're not preaching the Bible. They're preaching this, uh, whatever they want to preach. Anyway, <clears throat> that's right. That is exactly right. What else is happening in the world that we ought to talk about? Uh, uh, this is from the, uh, NOAA. What is that? National organic, uh, Na national oceanic, uh, astronautic association, <laughs> something, something oceanic. I know it. You know, the, the weather people, uh, just in America, not warming since June of 2005, despite a 42% increase in industrial era, atmospheric CO2. Again, science coming out and saying the world is not going to disappear because of our, our diesel pickups. It's not happening. The earth is not warming. Here's a study from 2005 to now. It's, 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 it's okay. It's, it's, it's up and then it's down and it's up and it's down. And it averages out. It's exactly the same. In spite of... 42% increase in industrial era atmospheric CO2 is not warming. Anyway, there's so many studies out there. You know, the ice is growing, and it's just it's just blowing holes in the uh, whole climate hoax, but that won't slow anybody down. They'll continue to blow the hoax. John Kerry will still be out there doing his thing. Doing his dadgum thing. Here's a weird story I came across over the weekend. A 28-year-old woman has been arrested for allegedly posing as a 17-year-old student and attending a Louisiana high school throughout the year. She got away with it for, I guess, most of the school year. <laughs> 28 and wanting to go back to high school. What? God, there are so many mentally uh, ill people out there running around amongst us. Did nobody notice? I mean, 28? She got away with that, dude? She got away with it for a minute, and then they, they, they found out, they arrested her. Like, no, eh, something's not adding up here. Um, so anyway, that's a totally weird story. Saw it over the weekend. And I saw this. This was a story I was about to get into. The IRS raids a gun store in Great Falls, Montana. They took no financial. Now, the IRS, okay? Don't forget who we're talking about. The IRS. They're, they're all about financial records, right? No? Evidently not. Not in this case. They took no financial records, according to the reports. Accounting or tax statements, no. They seized firearm purchase records of 4473 forms, which includes buyer information, but not any financial information. Um, so what is that about? If your government does not use deadly force to defend your borders, but it does use deadly force to collect taxes and enforce its unconstitutional laws, then traitors have taken control of your government. What are they doing? Why do they come into this guy's gun shop and only get those, those forms to find out who's buying what guns? IRS, mind you, not the FBI or some, you know, law enforcement officer. no, no. no. No, um, 
this guy said, uh, Matt Rosendahl was reporting on this. And I met with Tom Van Hoos, who's the owner of the store after 20 armed IRS agents raided his store. And you know, these IRS guys, they got guns. Anyway, it's just, it's, you know, I Pharaoh was talking about it. This is what's happening in our country is alarming. This is just another testament of what the hell are you people doing? What is our government doing to us? Why? <laughs> Matt Rosendale said the weaponization of our government must be stopped which is why I sent a letter to the ATF director, Dettelbach, and the IRS commissioner, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so let's get to the phone lines once again. Good morning, David. How are you? Hello, David. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, nothing. What are you doing? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Hmm, somebody here a while back and called and, and said that uh, 82,000 IRS agents are gun grabbers. Oh, was that you? <laughs> was that me? Probably. No, no, say it isn't so. It probably is. Yeah, well, what we're watching right now is They're coming just, after our guns, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, listen to what Biden's saying. Look at that stupid speech he made the other day, and he's saying they're going to take our, uh, our guns, and then they, what, the, the wristband things? He's using his agencies to do it, and what a lot of people don't understand, and we talked about this the other day, is that these bureaucratic agencies answer to one person the president of the United States. So when he says to do it, they're supposed to do it. Yeah. I mean, when I read that the other day, I remember mutation, I just couldn't believe what I was reading. Like, how in the world are these guys getting away with not answering to Congress or the Senate? Well, they have almost pretty much free reign to do what they wish. And I can see now why people, you know, I've always heard people say they're so scared. I'm like, why? You're protected by the Constitution. Well, where does the Constitution end to begin with these guys? Yeah, I don't know. I know this. If they come to knocking on your door, you tell them you do not answer questions. If they say they want to search your home, you say, yeah, I don't allow a search of my home without, you know, search warrant. And you, you just don't yeah, answer questions. Do not answer any questions. If somebody comes knocking on your door, I just don't, I don't answer questions. I, I don't yeah. answer questions. That's it. it. I saw the video the other day of them trying to trip a guy up, and uh, he finally got smart and said, do I just need to call my attorney? And they, they kind of started backstepping a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. You just don't answer questions. Get you an attorney. Don't answer you know, the and questions. And we look at this. We're looking at this whole world thing, and I texted this morning about Taiwan. We just basically said, oh, what can we do to help? I know, man. I mean, it's I see these things, and I just sit back. I didn't know whether to just get mad or cry this morning when I saw I thought, I and then I think, what is the difference between Taiwan and the Ukraine? Russia is in bed with China and, and India. Does this? Does any of this make any logical sense? None of it does. So what is their big picture? What is their end game? I mean, they've got one. They have to have one. The Well, you talking about the United States or what? The whole world the whole, what we're looking at. We're deal. looking at some of the most craziness that I, well, I'm 57. What's your? I'm 57 too. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, have you ever seen anything like this? No, no, I haven't. You know, and everyone, uh, like Pharaoh said, it, uh, Clinton started this. No, George Bush started this. He's yeah. the one who started giving all the business because he said, I'll never forget the speech. He said, we need to give this to China because American loves cheaper products. I'll, I'll not, I photogenic memory here. I can remember these stupid things. So hmm. it started yeah. back then. Yeah. And Old I mean, Bush they're, and they're all, and then the next question is who's going to stop it. It has to stop. What are, what is, Next question, you if you ever ask our uh, Senator Langford and uh, yeah. Mullen's yeah. office, what are you guys going to do to stop this madness? Because it doesn't seem like they're doing I made a phone call to them. Yeah. They're completely ballistic. Yeah. You know, why aren't you guys doing something? Well, you see, this is all wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> I tell you what, I, I, as much as I like Senator Mullen, I think he's too. Um, He's too on board with this Ukrainian war. I think he's just, you know, he gives his reasons, and they seem to be sound, but I just still, I'm an anti-Ukraine war guy. 
And I think he's 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 like, we got to do it. We got to we got to beat Russia. Blah blah blah. Anyway, that's yeah. It's just uh, I, I I am too. I I I like him, but where's this going? I mean, none of this makes any sense. Why do you want our guns this bad? And it, I'm telling you, that little wrist thingy they did—that is a test. That's testing the waters of how far they can go. Yeah, probably right. Probably right. But well, anyway, we'll keep our eye on it, buddy. A little bit of money can, you know, a little bit of money can go buy you some coffee. You That's it. That That's it. Hey, well, thank you for the call, Dave. It was good talking to you, my friend. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. I wanted to read this real quickly in our last remaining two and a half minutes. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., once again, he tweeted this out recently, like real recently. It says, in March of 2022, Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett traveled to Moscow to mediate between Putin and Zelensky. He extracted significant concessions from Putin. But then, he said, the U.S. blocked any deal. War was the plan all along, he said. He said, the pattern here is clear. Not only is the Biden administration deceiving the American people about the motives for this costly and tragic war, but by continually escalating it, they put the whole world at risk of nuclear conflagration. He goes on to say, this is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I call upon President Biden to issue two apologies. First, to the American people for misleading them into supporting an ugly proxy war on false pretenses. Second, and more importantly, to the Ukrainian people for maneuvering them into this war and ruining their country for all the sake of the U.S., geopolitical interests. Uh, If he goes on over here, we should heed the advice of John F. Kennedy in 1963's peace speech when he said nuclear powers must avert those confrontations which bring an adversary to a choice of either a humiliating retreat or a nuclear war. And so this is this is what he's talking about there. That's 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 what I'm saying. Kennedy Jr. is right, man. He's on. He's saying the right things, in my opinion. How many of you knew that the Israeli Prime Minister went over and did and got all this stuff, got concessions? But America has said no. We will have a war. We will go on. I mean, the Lindsey Graham's of the world, which is a Republican guy, the Democrats, all these guys, and what you know, what's his name, the turtle up there. We got there's nothing more important than American people than the war. We got to support. I mean, it's just they they go on and on and on. And listen to this. I want you to listen to this deal. Here's a a little tweet, and then we're going to wrap it up. We'll be, we'll be done. This is about hard money, okay? This is kind of a Bitcoin thing, but it's also regarding gold. Under hard money, governments fought until they ran out of their own money. And then they had to stop fighting. They didn't have any money to support their war. But under easy money, governments can fight until they completely consume the value of all the money held by the people. This is why the century of central banking was the century of total war. So when you can print money, which is what we got now, you can continue to fight your wars. But if we were under hard money, if we only had hard money, which is gold, or in this case, he's talking about Bitcoin, you, you got to stop when you run out of the dun- and You can't just print any more. Anyway, that's a, that's pretty interesting thought right there about why we have these continual wars going on. But we're out of time. It's time for Tradio. Tricia is standing by to take your calls and texts for buying, trading, selling, and giving away. Give her a call. We'll see you guys right back here tomorrow for the Brewers Briefing. Bye-bye.